day I chose not to let everything win, but my drive to get me to the top. KTTV, this is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, we have former Houston Texan and president of the Huddle Up Foundation of Houston, Mr. Garrick Jones. How you doing today, Mr. Jones? Man, I woke up this morning so I can work around anything after that, Doc. I'm good, hey, man. man. I'm good. That, I love to say that. I say, man, I woke up this morning, everything else is negotiable. Man, I'm telling you, we, work, we can work around anything after that, man. Hey, no I love it, brother. And I wanted to say um, thank you, man, for taking some time out the schedule, the campaign, the mission of, <laughs> of, of accomplishing your goal, man, and talk to the audience about what's, what's what need to happen next for you, brother. I got you, man. I got you. No, I appreciate you for letting me be in your space, man. So before we jump into things, I just wanted to do a wellness check, man, And as we go through the pandemic. So how have you been doing and how are you staying safe as you maneuver through to get the job done? Man, it's uh, it's been a time, you know, it's it's been a, a, a rough time at times, man, especially, you know, dealing with, you know, family and those types of things and and not being able to see your family sometimes. So uh, and I know that's kind of across the board for everybody. Uh, this this time has been taxing on a lot of us. But, you know, what I've chose to do is just really focus on myself, uh, focus on, you know, getting as many different certifications as possible, fin- cl- finishing classes, uh, just taking advantage of the opportunity to really, you know, uh, reflect within within. Uh, and it's been really good, man. So it's, uh, you know, I think I'm coming out a lot stronger uh, in regards to my whole mentality uh, and different things that I, I, I can do. Uh, to you know, prepare myself for these next moves and this next mission. So uh, I've been good, man. Just trying to make sure that I'm the I'm the beacon of light and the and the, and the strength for the family. So that's been pretty much what that's been the deal, man. I think that's that's got to be the plan, right? Like you say, you yeah. got to stay positive, man. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you and do. And so, can you give us a little bit of background on you, um, your career, and why right. you feel this is the right time to run for the GM right. of the Texans? Well, background on me, man. Uh, you know, I've been an entrepreneur pretty much my entire life. Uh, I've always been in and around business. I've always been able to touch things and, and be pretty good at them. So that's been a blessing. Uh, and I didn't really know what it was for until really this point. Uh, you know, I, myself personally, man, I uh, I played Division I uh, college ball at Arkansas State. I'm from Arkansas originally. Um, uh, got the opportunity to play against some stiff competition, man, and I held my own. Uh, so I was on a lot of people's boards, you know, in regards to the draft and, and all those types of things, man. But I ended up leaving uh, school early. You know, after my junior year, I, I was pretty much done. Uh, I said, you know what, let me go ahead and go home. I had a few things going on that I needed to kind of smooth out. So I had to make some big boy decisions. So I, I, I ended up not having a senior season. Um, you know, everything leveled out at home eventually. So, you know, after that, I got a hold of some scout schedules, got with some some really key people in my life uh, that helped me. And, and man, we just took off. I, I, I ran across the country chasing scouts, man, from Little Rock to L.A. and from L.A. back to Mobile, Alabama. Uh, and it took you know roughly about a year to do that. Uh, but we had to make the scouts uh, respect us because, you know, ultimately they were saying, you know, you won't make it to the NFL. You can't do this. You can't do that. But realistically, man, I'm one no away from uh, that. Yes, that's going to change the world, you know, and that's how I look at things. Um, but. You know, long story short, you know, with it, uh, I, I utilized that platform to do bigger and better things. So I really got into, you know, the philanthropic side of things and, 
and was doing a lot of stuff in the nonprofit space. Uh, just utilizing, you know, the platforms that I had, man, to uh, to really make more of a social impact. Uh, ended up doing a lot of things here in the city when I was playing with the Texans. And eventually they gave me a Garrick Jones Day in the city of Houston proclamation and all of that good stuff. Uh, man, I, I played for a number of organizations, uh, whether they be here in the States or, you know, in Canada. And I did some things overseas. And, uh, man, I, I had a really good career, man. I had a lot of I had an opportunity to be around a lot of good people. Uh, be coached by a lot of uh, really good coaches. Uh, you know, I use that time as, for me, uh, almost like a um, on-the-job training, you know, if you will, because I always knew I was going to do something bigger than just being a player, and that pretty much be it. You know, uh, my thing was I, had, I always had an ownership mentality, man. So eventually, when I was done playing, you know, uh, co-founded and created my own developmental football league, where we really got into the X's and O's of business and finances and and uh, intentional communication. So the things that I didn't see in the league, um, you know, I really want to focus on that and make sure that, you know, even though everybody won't play in the NFL, you know, everybody has bills, babies and problems. So we wanted to tackle those issues and, and make sure that we were, you know, really developing, you know, some fine young men and women, you know, to be pillars of the community. So um, ultimately, man, you know, that that's pretty much been the deal, man. We've just been working hard and, and, and making sure that when the time came, you know, I'd be ready for everything that, that was thrown my way. So, that's pretty much it. Man, that's it, man. I, I think about um, before I, I came back to do elementary, I was working at Bryan College Station, uh, English okay. teacher. Okay. Right. But I was coaching uh, football, so I was coaching D-line. Right. Okay, uh, there we go. Yeah, man, I was on that D-line, man. And when I tell you uh, I did a little defensive end, yeah. Uh they they put me through receivers first though, but I had to get out okay. the light foot, man. So I got yeah. back to that line. But <laughs> but the the fundamentals, man, that we had, you know, even when I was down there, Ty Law would come back for the summer uh, right. and do his camps down there. You know, just just to just the fundamentals, man, and giving back, bro. Y'all got a great platform. So to hear that you're using that the way you are, mm -hmm. man, congratulations and thank you. Uh, thank you. No, I appreciate you, so brother. Now, that's part of it. Running for the general manager. Yeah, yeah this is what you want to do, man. So absolutely. tell me, why is this the time to do it? And what exactly does that role entail? Because we see so much of the front end. We want to watch the game. Right, right, right. But right, it's right, the absolutely. back end that's pushing it. So talk right. to us a little bit about why you want to do it and what exactly is that role? Well, the why is, um, you know, I've always looked at athletes as, you know, they're they're a commodity, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be really and truly the way the NFL is structured, man. You, you're going to always have somebody that's younger and cheaper than you coming. So as soon as you sign your name on that dotted line, uh, you're pretty much on your way out. Right. Um, and I looked at it and I said, you know, it has to be a better way. It has to be a situation where we're, we're teaching these athletes and their families how to be um, you know, ready for the world when they're done. Uh, and that's, that's through mentoring, you know, and, and I looked at how, how they were just ushering guys out and, and then it was the next man up. Um, so I decided, you know, with the direction that I was headed with my league, I said I wanted to bring a lot of those principles to the NFL and and, and eventually see if we can actually, you know, you know, incorporate a lot of those things. Uh, so I just raised my hand, man. I said it was time. You know, I had done pretty much everything that I needed to do. Uh, I have a pretty robust resume when it comes down to, you know. Meet Daryl Anderson, owner and broker of Anderson Lux Living Group. Daryl is determined to provide the best service for his clients in all aspects. He works with buyers and sellers in all price points. Being a top negotiator helps provide Daryl's clients the upper hand in every deal. Working closely with attorneys, lenders, inspectors create a dream experience for all clients. Live in luxury defined by you. 
For all of your real estate needs, contact Daryl Anderson indeed. Leadership and development and, 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 and diversity and inclusion and all the different things that, you know, encompass the leader. Uh, so that kind of gets me into the whole general manager aspect of it. Um, you know, I had been independently scouting for the last uh, 10, 12 years or so. But even so, you know, I was doing that while I was playing. You know, I had to I had to learn how to to, to be a scout and what they were looking for before I made it to the NFL, uh, because I had I had linked up with some people who really taught me the business. And, and I had to learn how to shape and mold myself into what they wanted to see. Uh, out of an offensive tackle. And then I learned all the positions and all those things like that. So, you know, I've always been into the talent evaluation, but uh, my thing was what better people to evaluate talent than guys who are actually players, uh, because you get the opportunity to see guys and in, in, in for really for what they're worth. Uh, you know, you can look a guy in his eyes and tell you it, he's not going to get it done, you know, or he, he he's the dude, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so those are the, those are the things that would be brought to the table. Um, but I, I've just been honing these skills, man, you know, when it comes down to running, running different businesses and business consulting uh, and just looking at how to connect with everybody in the room and everybody in the organization. Because I tell people all the time, man, you put me in, you put me in the hood. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm OK. I'm OK. But if you take me and you you put me on that field, you know, that's why I got paid. But you can also take me and put me in a boardroom and I'm going to eat. You know, I'm going to eat well. Um, so 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 you got to understand what the worth is. And, and ultimately, for, for me right now, for what's on the table, um, you know, I believe that there's about to be a shift, you know, in, in the NFL and in a lot of these professional sports leagues when it comes down to, you know, the climate of the world today. Um, you know, we have a lot of people that are very talented, very smart, articulate, the whole nine yards and can actually lead these organizations to Super Bowls because we've been on the field. Uh, we know what it takes. You know, I tell I, I talk to a lot of people and I say, man, uh, unless you can tell me how I was feeling in training camp day 25 or two a days at four o'clock in the morning, you know, we really don't have a connection. Right. You know, and players play harder for former players and, and, and players. Um, so that's the connection right there. Um, and it's all about having a transformational leader in, in the building that can connect with everybody and bring it all together. Not just one guy who's all about numbers, another guy who's all about evaluations and and he's, they don't have any leadership skills. It's about the resource and relationships that I amassed over the years and just bringing it all together. And that's basically what a general manager does. Um, they, they take in a lot of information and they make the tough decisions. And and I've been doing it my entire life, man. So we, we're good. We're good. You think about that draft night, man, and, and all the movies you see where them boys are sitting there on the telephone, like, make right, the call, right. make the call. Right. Okay, man. So talk to me about the process of this. So I know you got the petition going. And, right. But coming outside of the league, I guess you could say, right. how how does that process go to get that interview? Well, you have to the same way I made it into the league the first time. You know, you have to put yourself in a position where they see you in the frame. And that's one of the things that I learned you know, early on. So I said, if I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to do this and check all of the boxes. So with the petition. You know, I looked at the organization as, you know, this is something that I put my blood, sweat and tears into and I have a vested interest. Uh, so I didn't want to see people boycotting the team, people not showing up, uh, the, the team itself losing revenue and eventually having to go the way of uh, the Oilers. Right. Uh, so I said, let me go ahead and start this petition. But even in starting a petition, I wanted to get in front of the fans that were out there and that had already started petitions and, and now form a friendship with them in a bond. Letting them know that, look, I want to be a voice for you. Um, so please continue to support the organization. Number one. Number two, 
allow me to be a voice and, and, and take, you know, some of these things that you want to see uh, inside the building. And, and, and in doing so, there was around 40 or so petitions since March of this year. Right. So that puts me in front of with my petition, you know, roughly a little bit over 100,000 signatures. But with those signatures, those signatures are, are dollar amounts when you come down to the to the to the bottom line. And that's what I looked at and said, OK, you got 100,000 signatures It's roughly five hundred dollars to go to a game for a family of four. Uh, you're going you're gonna to take that. And you're going to divide that hundred thousand by four. That's going to give you twenty five thousand. And then from there, you, you multiply that times that five hundred. That's twelve point five million dollars that I can potentially bring in the door per game. And that's just from the work I'm doing right now while I'm not being paid to be. I'm not on the payroll. Right. So all the different things that I've learned in business from a global standpoint, I wanted to bring that to the table. Uh, and I have people that ask me all the time, you know, why didn't you just go through an NFL team in order to work your way up? And the question I always ask them, and I posted about this is, you know, after you go through that process, how many of those guys actually look like me? There's not many. So something drastic had to be done and something different had to be done. And I said, I'm the one that's going to be able to do that because I've gone around and not only said, look, I've been scouting, I've been doing all the things that these guys have been doing, but I've been doing it from from a global standpoint to where I can bring all that knowledge and, and, and resource and relationships to the table. Come on, man. So what's the first thing that you're going to do when you sign on the dotted line? What's the first thing you're going to get in the organization to do? Man, it's, it's to establish the culture. Okay. You know, we, we have to have a culture uh, where, where when people come to Houston or we go somewhere, they understand that they're playing the Texans. Uh, you know, when we play the Steelers, we know that they're physical. You know, Tomlin has those guys in a mode. They have a standard. And, and I'm not too far removed from Mike Tomlin because we were at Arkansas State together and he was coaching. So I know exactly what he's doing there. Um, and it has to be a standard that has to be set. And once everybody in the building understands the direction that we're going, it's purely championship talk and it's Super Bowl talk. Anything outside of that, you don't need to be in the building. You need to be somewhere else. Um, because that is the standard that has to be set. I understand coming through the door. I'm not going to have a lot of time to, to to put things together. So everybody has to understand that. So we have to have a win now mentality. And in doing so, I'm bringing all of the tools that are necessary in order to make sure that we're intentionally communicating, that I know what you need and, and you know what I need before we even open our mouths in regards to communication, information, all those different things. So um, that's going to be first, man. The second thing is the to, to get with a head coach that understands the, the direction of this thing, you know, and they can see and they can buy into what, what's going to happen. I mean, there's a lot of names that are floating around right now, but from a player standpoint, if I'm interviewing somebody and they don't make the hair on my arm stand up, they're not going to motivate the guys that are out there right now because I'm a player and I understand what those players need. And, and in order for those players to go out there and give their lives and put everything on the line to win a Super Bowl, you have to be able to motivate them. And if you can't do that, you know, we got a problem. Uh, so, you know, th those are the things. And once we get that done, then uh, we, we get to we get to all the, all the extra things, you know, as far as players, contracts, renegotiations, uh, restructuring, all those things, man. But uh, you got to get that culture first, man. There it is. Hey, look, brother, I, I believe in you, man, for this conversation <laughs> right here, man. Yeah. I think it's going to go down. So, yeah. now switching gears on, uh, uh, you know, we met through Mika. And so sh for yeah. her day, you know, she just got through the big event on that Sunday. I mean, it was right. for, for uh, the feast, Shadow Feast. Right. So for your day, I know you talked about it a little earlier uh, in the podcast, but right. October 25th, 2005, day right. one, 
How have you been making that special for the community since then? Well, you know what? I I, I do that every day. You know, um, that's really been my thing. Um, to me, man, you know, the the aspect of, of community and, and just building up the community has always been near and dear to my heart. Uh, so I didn't necessarily want to have a day. Um, that's something that they gave me, but they understood that everything that I was doing when I was playing and even afterwards in uh, setting up things in the communities and just, you know, being out there and letting people be, you know, close to what we're doing and being accessible. That's always been near and dear to my heart. Um, so what I would like to do moving forward with that October 25th situation is um, definitely once I'm able to get back in there, you know, that's going to be a day where, you know, we're going to have players uh, doing different things. We'll have different people from the community that will be able to come and just, you know, uh, uh, socialize with the guys. I mean, because there's a disconnect. Right. So we have to we have to get back to where um, it's family. It's not a fan. You're, you're family. And once people feel that and they feel like they're a part of it. That's the 12th man that we need. You know, when he comes down to being on that field, you know, the fans are a part of it and they just feel connected to the team. So my thing will be all about reestablishment uh, 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 and just that fan interaction. You know, we, we got to get that back. Um, and like I said, we have to establish that identity where when people when people talk about the Texans, it's not a joke. You know what I'm saying? This is they're like, oh, that a real deal. So uh, we need the fans for that. So so we definitely got some things in play. Uh, that we'll be doing and definitely on that October 25th, man, that's going to be big. And that's going to be something that's going to be annual that we'll do, you know, with the organization as well as with the players and the fans. Looking forward to that, man. Through the pandemic, as yes, we sir. know, sports been kind of hit miss. You know, we, we may play a game. We, we shutting it down. Right. So due to that, I, I'm thinking about my district. Early. We got the high school seniors, maybe not playing. He's saying man, right. it ain't worth it no more. I'm about to shut it down. What do you tell young players or young men who who maybe in their last year thinking all the scholarship talk is over? What do you right. tell them to get them back in the game mentally before they even jump back in physically? Well, it, it's about exposing them to how it works. And then from there, educating them on it so they understand that this is not the end of the road for them. Um, you know, the whole COVID situation is, has thrown everything out of whack. So with that, that gives you almost an extra year, almost a mulligan, if you will, if you're a golf player, uh, that type of deal. Um, and it gives you an extra some extra time to develop yourself. Uh, and it's kind of like I tell my sons right now and they, they're having a, they're having a bit of a hard time with it. But I try to um, show them how things work and, and allow them to just watch me work. You know, during the pandemic, it's about mental toughness. You know, you have to put yourself in a position that when this thing is is, is leveled out. You, you're coming out of the blocks full speed and you and you got everything lined up because if you don't take advantage of this time, you know, you, you haven't done your time. Your time has done you. And, and, and that's and that's ultimately what it boils down to. Um, and, and it's just that positive mindset. So those are the things that I would tell them. I, I would, you know, keep them encouraged, but also, you know, have to really talk to them. You know, they, they need some tough love right now because it's it's hard, man. It's rough and it's hard on everybody. But if you can find somebody that you can look at and you can watch and, and, and I tell my, my kids all the time, if I'm not shook, you shouldn't be easily shaken. You know, if you don't see daddy fumbling around and upset and, you know, doing all this, you shouldn't be like that because we, we got this and, and they have to see that strong male uh, uh, role model and figure and, and those types of things. So, man, that's that's what I would do, you know, just to you know keep them going, man. Man, that is powerful, man. But but very very necessary. Like you say, even your boys are going through that struggle. 
Yeah. Right, just to let you know how real it is. Man, yeah. so um, I'm going to ask you while we on here taping. I'm going to need you to come in and give some of this to my boys after you uh, get through with the campaign, man. Oh, no, slow down. I, I need you, you man, because you it's too it, much. I, I look forward to even just playing this back because uh, I, I do the boys club on my campus. And so okay. as we, we try to prepare for um, prepare for what's going on with them, you know, I got a few football players on there. So um, this is I, I see them every day out there just holding the football running. You know, I, right. matter of fact, one of my <laughs> old students won. Um, I think they're in Florida playing for the championship today or something okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. So they, um, so you know, just good. I'll be able to share this, man. So yeah, now, man. if someone wants to follow you, support uh, the journey, how can they find you and get in touch with you? I, I tell people all the time, just you know, go on Google or whatever search engine that you use, and um, you'll just type in hashtag GJ for GM. So that's GJ, the number four GM, and everything will pop up. Um, you can put my name, Garrick Jones, in there and everything will pop up um, because I'm really active uh, and I'm also accessible. So, you know, whether it be social media, um, you can just add me or, you know, a request. And I'm normally, you know, dealing with a lot of different people and, and just, you know, I answer questions and I talk to people and, and all those things. Because I'm a regular guy, man. I'm, you know, it's the whole persona, ball player, superstar, man. We don't do that here. Um, so that's that's the easiest way. Um, you know, they can they can go to the Huddle Up uh, Foundation of Houston um, and kind of check me there, get information in regards to that. Um, but you know, realistically, your search is going to be the easiest way to find me, man. Everything will pop up for you. Yes, sir, yeah. man. I sure appreciate that time today. Uh, I want to wish you good luck. I look forward to sharing this, man, and and, and being a part of the process, man. Because I appreciate I it. It's going to be something good coming, man. Man, listen, if I make it, we make it, brother. Hey, you know, that's man. the thing, man. That's the thing about it, man. Everybody coming together. It'll take a village. But, um, you know, like I say, it, the heavy lifting is done. I tell people all the time, just just put it out there. You know, people can go and check backgrounds and everything else, man. I'm I'm transparent. I'm an open book. Uh, it, like I tell these, these athletes right now, if I haven't gone through it, it's going to be hard for me to teach you about it. Uh, you know, and, 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 and we just that's, that's part of my life and my lesson plan. Um, hey. So we, we're in a good spot, man. So just just spread the word. Let people it's know and, and, and get, be a part of this deal. It's on, brother. Appreciate right. you. Man. Yes, sir. This is KT for KTTV signing out. 100.